Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Are you really okay with this? Are you okay? Everything's gonna be okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty f- Far from okay. Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel. Oh, yeah! Yeah, so Indy mayoral, uh, mayoral candidate, the Republican, Jefferson Sharif, he's got this new commercial out, right, Hammer? It's about abortion. He explains that it's not a mayor's job to police abortion. The issue of abortion has come up in this campaign. The first thing to know is it's just not part of the mayor's job. The office of mayor has no power over abortion policy. I will not look for issues that divide us. Are you okay with this commercial? Oh, so now Jefferson Shreve tells us that the mayor can't do certain things. Now he tells us (laughs) what a mayor can't do and what his responsibilities aren't in the city of Indianapolis. I see where you're going with this. See, because that's the damnedest thing, Nige, because I'm old enough to remember when Jefferson Shreve held a press conference and said, even though it's not really the mayor's job, he wanted to lobby lawmakers and shake down lawmakers and try to change the state law just for the city of Indianapolis. I believe that a Republican administration in the mayor's office can advance these policies, this agenda, in ways that the Hogshead administration has not even attempted to. So you've specifically talked to legislative leaders about uh, carving out exceptions possibly for Indianapolis on uh, purchase of firearms, permanent carry, assault weapons. James, I've, I've had serious conversations with the leadership in the House and Senate on these, and these are real-time, serious conversations, one-to-one, direct. And I can't tell you specifically what their caucuses may agree to, but yes. And I'll, I'll work those relationships vigorously. I mean, that's... That's part and parcel of the job of mayor. Huh. Okay, wow. so if I understand this correctly, um, Jefferson Shreve says when a law is in place in regards to firearms, he wants to go meet with people, have back alley deals, try to shake them down, lobby with them, negotiate with them, and change the law, even though that's not what a mayor is elected to do. But when it comes to abortion, I don't know, man. Uh, I, nothing I can do about nothing it. Nothing I can do with it. I'm just the mayor. My hands are tied. This is nothing. (laughs) This wishy-washy turd is going to get rolled by somebody who could go down as the worst mayor in the history of the city of Indianapolis. And Joe Hogsett. That's saying something right there. uh, And by the way, since we're on the subject of uh, the gun grabs and things like that, please keep an eye on this. And maybe we'll talk to Rob Kendall about this coming up in just a few minutes when he comes in to go off the rails. Okay. There's a woman by the name of Anne Hathaway who's being pushed out there to be the new uh, chairman 
chairwoman of the GOP in Indiana. Yeah, I loved her in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I believe that's a yeah. uh, different Anne Hathaway. Selena, man, sexy leather. <laughs> uh, that, she wore that leather well in that, in that She movie. will be replacing Kyle Hupfer as the head of the GOP yeah. if the establishment folks have their way. Now, the guy that was one of the architects of the Jefferson Shreve gun grab plan that blames... You know, law-abiding citizens for the crime in Indy is a guy by the name of Matt Organ, and he came straight to the Shreve campaign from Hathaway Strategies. Ah. Now, Organ was the project manager over there, so don't be too shocked if it's kind of an anti-two-way GOP if Anne Hathaway gets put in the chair seat. Shreve might not just be the lone ranger here, the lone anti-gun Republican, if Anne Hathaway and her good time party boys like Matt Organ have their way. They're not big fans of the two-way either, so just keep an eye on that. Fox News Security. Blocking Donald Trump Jr. from going into the the spin room after the Milwaukee debates. Here's a little bit of audio for you. Right now, trying to ban people from actually having discourse about politics. Uh, How un probably, probably shouldn't surprise any of us, uh, but that's what it is. I've been told by others that I would be able to go in. So they said we were able to go in, then they said they were in now that we're here. Wait, wait, saying, and the candidate that... Who said you can't go in the spin room? They're telling me right He's now, Fox, Fox won't let that. me into the spin but room. that's what the American people Fox should know. News, this is the kind of They're telling they him, are. he works for security here, but they're telling him that I'm not allowed to go in there. Because the candidates that they've been boosting while simultaneously trying to cut down Trump for the last, what, two years, didn't perform as they had hoped. By the way, the spin room is where candidates go after the debates to answer more questions from the press. Right. And they would not let Don Jr. in there to uh, represent his dad. Are you okay with this? Look, I like Don Jr. I like Don Jr. a great deal. I like his old man. Voted for his old man twice. But this is nothing because they chose not to participate. Right. And I've been an events manager before. I've been a promotions and marketing director. I'm willing to bet that there probably had to be an approved list of people who get to go backstage to the spin room. Because arguably, some of the most powerful people in the world are back there. Somebody who could, in theory, be the most powerful man or woman on the planet, the President of the United States. So I'm wondering, did Don Jr. just crash this thing and expect to get in, or did he make plans ahead of time to have his name on a list? And if you can have representation there, then damn it, the old man should have been there too. Like, if Don Jr. Yeah. and Kimberly Guilfoyle want to be there, that's fine, but they should have their old man there too. Yeah, I mean, a Fox, I, I see Fox's point, like, hey, look, your dad didn't want to participate in this debate. He wanted to compete with us. We're not going to let you have a platform in our facility to make a case for your dad when he wasn't here to right. make his own case. I completely get that. No, you're right. I like Don Jr. too. And if they did tell him they, he was allowed in and then they stopped him at the last second, that's kind of BS. Right, right. And I think I heard Kimberly Guilfoyle. As his backup there, yes, the, his his uh, his lover Kimberly, the great lovers. Yes. Uh, okay, last one. A security guard at a Taylor Swift concert stole the spotlight when he went viral for singing along to one of her songs and having his pick taken near Taylor. Then he was fired. 
Here's the uh, security guard. I worked Taylor Swift on June 23rd and 24th in the Minneapolis legs. Um, on the morning of the 25th, I saw a viral video of me. Um, by the time I saw it, it wasn't actually viral, but it certainly got there in the end. Um, and that was posted by Alyssa, who was a concert goer. Um, so I made a follow-up video in which I explained that I handed out little pieces of paper to um, a couple of the audience members directly in front of me that basically said um, that I'm not allowed to have my phone out. And when Taylor Swift gets close to me, I would really appreciate it if they took a photo. Okay, of you can me stop it right Taylor there. Swift you can stop it right there. <laughs> this is nothing. Just focus on doing your job. So he got in trouble. So he wasn't. He wanted a, his picture kind of in the back with Taylor Swift in the background, but he's not allowed to break out his phone. So he's passing out pieces of paper to the audience, asking them to right. take to take his picture. Okay, okay, I got and then it, I got people it. also recorded him like singing along to all the songs. He <laughs> wanted to be a Taylor Swift fan and not somebody protecting Taylor Swift. If your job is a security guard. Dude, stop taking pictures yeah. and just focus on the lunatics that are trying to run up there. Like, if that were your daughter, if Taylor Swift were your daughter, would you want this guy protecting her from no, lunatics? Not at all. I mean, she has stalkers left and right. Those guys' job specifically are to look out in the crowd for potential problems or people rushing the stage or whatever. Right. And when you take certain jobs, sometimes there are things you have to do. If you're covering a sporting event, if you're sitting in the press box, you can't cheer, you can't boo, you're supposed to be neutral. And if you're a security guard, you can't be worried about the concert or singing along or taking pictures. You've got to look for lunatics. If you're a security guard at the Super Bowl and it's tied up, uh, you know, 7-7 seven, seven with three seconds left. Field goal on the line. You can't turn around and watch to see if the guy makes the field goal or not. Right. Your eyes are in the crowd at all times. That's what you signed up for.